Look at this flick. Wasn't it neat? Wouldn't you think DC's collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the nerd? The nerd who has everything. Look at this world. Stories untold. How many wonders could one movie hold? Looking around here, you'd think, sure, we've got everything. He's got Hawkeyes and Ant-Man's aplenty. He's got Hulks and the Thor galore. You want Avengers films? <laughs> we got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the heroes are. I want to see, want to see him swimming, flying around in those, what do you call them? Oh, this is too fucking long. Aquaman, 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 what a mighty fish, man. Aquaman, fucking man. No? Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Welcome. Short intro. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Hateful Geeks. We're coming to you live from under the sea. <laughs> yes. I'm one of your many hosts, Phil. And this is the Sweeney Man. I'm Andy. <laughs> and this is Tim. And this week, we're going to be talking about Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> with the appropriate extension of the microphone from Tim. <laughs> I hope that's caught. For those of you who are not aware, over the holiday season, uh, Mr. Jason Momoa, uh, better known to you as Cal Drogo, uh, has finally uh, had his premiere for his DC Cinematic Universe film, Aquaman. Yes, we finally got the origin story before. Wait, yeah, I'm really glad they told me the origin story of Aquaman. <laughs> So, it obviously, I mean, once again, DC is continuing with their, we made our ensemble film first, and now everyone gets the, gets the solo film <laughs> equation, which has been working so well for them. Mm. Mm. And how. Mm. 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 Yes, indubitably. <laughs> so, uh, th this film, uh, it, 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 uh, I, I, obviously, a lot of us are big DC fanboys. And but DC has been, you know, it's hurt us in the past. This was DC's most recent attempt to try to win us back. Be like, I promise I won't do it again. Just come back, baby. It'll be all good. <laughs> yeah, they they really they kind of they played to their fan base on this one, which is good because they needed to. But I mean, so it wasn't bad. <laughs> so are, are we? Can can we just let's just do like a a quick round bound on this table real quick. I, I was super fucking psyched when I walked out of this fucking theater. I loved Aquaman. I, I, it's in my top three of the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know what to expect walking in. And when I walked out, I was like, nice. All right. All right. Because it wasn't quite Wonder Woman, right? But it wasn't like, <laughs> sorry. It wasn't, it wasn't quite, you know, anything else that they put out so far. So it was, I mean, it was up it'll there. never be Man of Steel. But okay. Andy, Andy, what was your like just quick hot take on the whole film? I liked it. You I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I, I I enjoyed most of it. There was only a few issues that pulled me out of it, but other than that, like 
So we could just kick off, like, because one of my issues I is hear the very Tim's beginning. Hot take. I want to hear Tim's, Tim's hot, hot take. take before. I mean, I don't really have a hot take because I went in with like with lowered expectations, and uh, it, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I had a couple. Like Andy said, I had a couple issues here and there, but visually, this movie's amazing. Yeah, I saw it in IMAX 3D, which I do not regret. Actually, uh, it was like Tron and fucking uh, the. Those bad parts of episode one had a beautiful, sexy baby. <laughs> no, literally, it was Tron. Did you hear the music? <laughs> yeah, it was Tron and Little Mermaid. Like it was like they like bam. It's like here's the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, and like there goes Sebastian with fucking neon lights, and there's Daft Punk swimming by. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I felt like I was tripping balls just watching this movie. It was it was just gorgeous. It was. But the first 40 minutes of the film, I was like, am I being trolled right now or <laughs> what's happening? So <clears throat> that's where I have a little two issues. Uh, Django Fett and Nicole Kidman are <laughs> getting together and they're, they're having Arthur. Not one time did I feel any chemistry between them. Like, I didn't feel that connection that that it felt like it was phoned in a little bit. So you needed what a more fleshed out love story between Atlanta no, and Django Fed. It's hard to explain, but sometimes like uh, actors on screen, like you could, you don't question the for a moment that they're in love, and like just no, I didn't so, feel it. You so you don't question for a moment that they bone. No, like, so I'm just like, I think here's what Andy's trying to say. Okay, there was no chemistry. They wasted all of their money on visual effects and skipped out on the coaching classes. And Nicole Kidman doesn't need fucking acting lessons. Let's just get that out of the way right <laughs> no, now. But Django Fett, no, on the other hand. She was badass when she fought, but then she was fighting those weird, like, tuna can suit guys. They're called like, the Trench. Oh, the tuna No, can. not oh, the Trench. The, the guys the that Atlanta come into Warriors. the house to take her back. The tuna oh. can suit guys. Oh, the, the suits are so bad. That was the, that was the, the it looked like. What? Cheap cosplay. No, those suits were amazing. That was no. legit off the fucking page of yeah. comics, Andy. I'm sorry. You never read past the cover. My mistake. No, My that bad. was like legit, like Atlantean armor. Like that's those, what it those looks were like. I'm saying it did not tra- to me. It did not transfer well to film. Well, I, I don't give a shit great. because it was literally <laughs> off the page. They were identical, and that's where see. one of my positives comes in. Is they did this is where where Warner's it felt like they finally accepted the the weirdness where those didn't translate great to film. Black Manta did. He looked spot on. Black Manta was one of the best parts about the movie. Good side, good kind of like a side villain. But Ocean Master, also spot on, right off the page. Yes, perfect. He and it worked for him, especially with the eye moving and everything. Like he You're had so in, excited. In, uh, like Spider-Man. Andy likes visual. Well, I know. Yeah. So translations. So the suits I liked a lot. I thought everything about the Atlanteans looked like it shouldn't be a part of this world, which it shouldn't be a part like, of your world. Yeah, I see what I did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I like the suits, uh, and yeah, they weren't tuna can. They had to hold the water, and so they could walk on land. But I'm just saying how rigid they look. It, it just didn't look very. Well, think well, think of it like you're a World War II submarine diver, Andy. You're gonna be wearing like a big fucking like bulky ass suit. It's the reverse for the Atlanteans. They can't. Only Royal Atlantis people can like breathe in both. Like subpar Atlantis people, they got to wear the suit. So it's like they're getting out and they're like, "Oh, I'm under, I'm over water." Like, glove, glove, don't get the bends. Yeah. Well, you heard the phrase "a fish out of water." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you try to fight somebody in a fucking scooter? They're just gear? so I'd advanced. I it. thought for sure they would have something by now to where they could like bend their legs and just it just. And they were more like shooting people anyway. They weren't like fighting. Yeah. So 
for the first, like I said, for the first 40 minutes of this movie, I was like, am I being fucked with right now? And I, I kind of like halfway through, I sort of realized what they're doing. It, it was 100% intentional. Like the visual campiness of it was very like, it was, it was eye orgy. You're getting a lot of lights. You're getting pretty laser beams. You're getting some like weird looking technology, but you're also getting like campy one-liners and like ridiculous sets and like humongous light driven underwater cities. It was, <laughs> it was a, it was a throwback to old adventure movies, like uh, the original journey to the center of the earth and fucking like land, land of the lost, like shit like that. Mm -hmm. it, it was or like Swiss family Robinson. It was a, it, it was an ensemble, like it was like an Indiana Jones movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it was an adventure film. And like, who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't need to be serious because it wasn't taking itself seriously intentionally. Yeah, no. It, unlike other DC films, it definitely was a. It played. I think it definitely played off of how they portrayed Aquaman with Jason Momoa as a kind of a campy, badass biker. You know, whatever Aquaman, whatever you want to call him. I mean, even in the bar, like one of the first scenes, you think like he's going to get beat up. They ask for a selfie and they like drink together all night and all this right. stuff. So it's like they knew they they knew they needed to make a lighthearted film after what they've been giving us to allow the DC fans to just have a moment of like squee, like yay, like instead of like let's make it our own and not, do make our own twist on it and make right. it bad. Not everything has to be dark and depressing, right? Right. I think James Wan really like understood the aesthetic of this film. I mean, granted, there was like six times my wife and I looked at each other. We were like, "This is fucking Little Mermaid. This is fucking <laughs> Little Mermaid. It really is." And, and fucking like Ariel shows up like to say hi to his dad and him at the bar. I mean, Mira. Sorry, not Ariel. Mira. I get all these redheaded mer people like confused after a few minutes. They didn't like, have flippers. Really. She she used a fork. She ate the rose. Yeah, there was a lot of yuck yuck look. <laughs> it was though but it was done in taste i mean and and on top of that that was uh, granted yes shit ton of little mermaid shit all over the place kind of making fun of the little mermaid a little bit Tr i feel tron aesthetically had a huge hand in this james wan obviously loves his light cycles yes and fluorescent lighting that was shit was crazy but another heavy-handed like thing that played a big role in this movie was hp lovecraft Yes. If you if you paying very close attention uh -huh. to the beginning of the film when they're showing the uh, the snow globe uh, in the living room of Django Fett, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it slowly pans down and it's on it's resting on top of a copy of the Dunwich Horror yep. by H. P. Lovecraft, which yep. is a series of short stories, one of which uh, includes the Shadows Over Innsmouth, which is about mer people banging like a New England town and generations of fish people and Cthulhu worshippers. <laughs> thing, thing about Howard Philip Lovecraft though is that he was a massive xenophobe and a huge racist. So he took like a lot of his writing was by the time when we were starting to discover the galaxy and the universe and how like you know small we were in the, in the aspect of it and that like he made horrors out of that. So you've got like Cthulhu and uh Shubnigaroth and all the other like elder gods of Lovecraft, they're like larger than life, too big to recognize or you're going to go insane type of shit, right? Right. So that stuff's like all throughout Aquaman. You're seeing all kinds of, like giant monsters, underwater horrors, the trench. Yeah. Like that is a massive like to H.P. Lovecraft. Like, <laughs> well, I, love you. And it, I mean, you, <laughs> the, the one thing I did notice too, like Aquaman, or, uh, Aquaman Ocean Master they they gave him a very like dictator vibe. I mean, like he was very like we are the more powerful, pure 
blood race. <laughs> and he was blonde and blue eyed. So, you know, not saying anything, but like he had no, a really no, you're, big. That's, that is a good illusion. That's a good point. The Orm, yeah. Ocean Master, was obviously like the Atlanteans are the superior of the underwater races. You're all going to come underneath right. my boot and we're going to take over the surface world. And here you have Aquaman, Arthur Curry, very much the product of a of a mixed relationship. Right. Like Atlantean and human. And obviously that is very being frowned upon here. Yes. And that was a lot of H.P. Lovecraft's work as well. Like he would take like these mixed joinings and be like, it is evil and it is bad because he was a fucking racist. Right. He was in the 30s and shit and he was a monster. <laughs> but his, how do you separate like, so here's James Wan coming along like, I'm going to take this Lovecraftian horror and I'm going to flip it on its fucking head and completely subjugate Lovecraft's like xenophobic message and do one of like the joining of these worlds is a positive right. thing. And here's a hero that like bridges that. Yeah. And it was done perfectly. I really liked Orm as a villain. He almost gave me more of a sense of he was Aquaman's Zod. The reason why he was doing what he was doing, he honestly believed it was the right thing for his people to go and do this. He's like, F them, they're polluting our like we're eventually going to either have a war with them or we're gonna get killed by them. So let's take it to him now. So, I understood his point. I, I don't want to die. I got a strong so Killmonger vibe from him. Like, yeah, I was like, there was that brother that fights among brothers and the outside brother coming in. And, yeah. But uh, but I think DC handled this really well. I mean, I, I guess we could spoil that, but I mean, obviously, Ocean Master lives. <laughs> but And Aquaman's like, when you're ready, we'll talk. And I'm like, see, that's how you do it. Send a letter to Black Panther. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't need to kill him just because he's mad at you. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know that I'd be willing to talk to somebody that just tried to genocide like a whole, you know, Earth. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get past the Cthulhu beast. I know the the, the Carathen. Yes, is what it was called. Voiced by truly fucking Andrews. Yes, by the way, Julie Andrews. Like I like I heard her voice. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Mary fucking Poppins. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. So uh, I, that was one of my favorite parts of this movie is we finally get Aquaman controlling a giant sea monster. Like, not just surfing on dolphins, not talking to fish. Like, you legit get like, hey, look how powerful I am. I can control the this entire beast that everyone was scared of, even my great-great-granddaddy was scared of. Well, I mean, do also, you know... I mean, he's also using a power that like is like uh, a myth. Well, yeah, but even the even the king, what was his name? King, um, not not King Triton, obviously, but same <laughs> same same reference in the movie. Um, he he had the same power, and he couldn't control. It. He could talk to her, but right. he wouldn't control her. They all right. feared it, and so he can do that now. Which is King Atlantan? Yeah, probably. Atlan, Atalon. Yeah, that was Atlan. Yeah, Atlan. Well, that Queen Atlantia. Atlantia. They pretty She's much were Atlanta. like, how close can we get thing. to Atlantis with <laughs> right. our naming as well? Right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Trump. you're going to be named after... If you're royalty, the place is going to yeah, be named after you, right. so you're going to take on the name. This is I feel Ohio like you're intentionally or... being obtuse right now, Andy. Like, you know that like rich-ass motherfuckers name each other after shit all the time <laughs> and name cities after themselves and shit. Like, and you're sitting there like, why would they do that? That's dumb. Like, you fucking know why. <laughs> you don't even know why. why. Yeah, because he's rich. He's got to put his dick over, uh, all over everything. Yeah. My name is the Kremlin. Fuck you. Like, I don't know Trump? what they do. Like, Trump like that's powers. what people do. But he was able to talk to the creatures before he got the trident. Correct. Because he yes. was taught, 
she was surprised that he could hear her and, and communicate with her well, yeah, before he even got the trident. Yeah. yeah, and she mentions the last person to do that was the king. Like, right. So that's why he actually could go in there and take it from her because he actually could communicate. And that's why everybody else failed because they had no idea what was going on. Right. Yeah. So I was happy with my giant sea monster moment. I wanted that. I, awesome. I think that's kind of cool, though. That's like the one thing we've been like making fun of Aquaman for years. Like, ha ha, you talk to fish. And it's like, <laughs> it turns out to be like the one thing that actually makes him like the biggest badass in Atlantis. Right. It's and, like, yeah, and, he talks to fish. He talks to great white sharks and giant squids and fucking Cthulhu beasts that could take out an entire ocean. Yes. Done. <laughs> but yeah, you get like, you get, and that, that was another part I liked about this movie is like each tribe or army of the ocean, whatever you want to call them, um, had like their own signature like beast they would ride. You know, like Orm and his army rode the great white sharks or hammerhead shark. And um, what's his face? This case, uh, Willem Dafoe, he had a hammerhead. And then... Um, Volko. And then the, the other guy, um, Dolph Lundgren, who <laughs> looks... King Nearest. Awful. Um, <laughs> I, thought he, I thought Dolph Lundgren was one of the best parts I, of the no, movie. No, he, yeah, looks, like, he, he looks awful. He, he, he looked like, yeah. If you if you go back and if you ever rewatch the, the movie, his hair gets like grayer and grayer as the movie progresses. It's quite funny. Like his, like his die job does not... It, 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 it didn't hold. It does not hold. Yeah. Gingers do not age well under the ocean. The salt water does not agree with them. Under the ocean. Specifically. Did you say pacifically under the ocean? <laughs> In a trench? Oh. <laughs> <my God>. ah. <laughs> that's, that's why you guys come here for our stupid puns. Um, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> but yeah, so, and they had like their seahorse they, or giant seahorses they ride. And that, to me, I'm glad they didn't try to stick to the laws of nature too much in under the sea. They were like, here, let's just throw in all this stuff that probably could never exist, but does here. Crab people. Crab people. <laughs> crab people. Okay, was so, so okay. spot on. So as, as much as I, I, there were a lot of things about this movie I fucking loved, like the scene with the trench yes. and uh, the that scene with beautiful. Ursula or Carathon, whatever the fuck you want to call her. <laughs> that was cool too. But I, there was a couple scenes I was literally like, the fuck? For example, after the Ring of Fire duel between Aquaman and Orm, the first one, when the and you know Aquaman gets his mom's trident broke, good job, buddy. Right, uh, and they get chased out of Atlantis. Right, so <laughs> yeah, we've all did it. Yay, anyway, yay. So um, they're they're like fleeing in the fucking like Gungan uh, fish ship. <laughs> And they're escaping, right? And those fucking, like, turret guns turn in on them, right? And these are the guns that, like, aim outwards of Atlantis. Yeah, and, like, that keep she all... said were impenetrable. They're impenetrable. Nobody can get into Atlantis because of these guns. They're that badass. These guns turn inside towards the ship, towards the city. They don't hit the ship. I'm pretty sure they hit something in the fucking city. <laughs> like, you don't turn your outward sentry guns the inward and, like, at a ship, like for one little <laughs> ship, like there's this thing called collateral damage. If like the king is like, turn the guns inward, and all the people are like, no, my fucking baby, <laughs> don't like, do that. No, and he's like, got him, kill my brother, and his, and he stole my girlfriend. Like, uh, once again, not justified in using a weapon of mass destruction on your own soil, moron. Right. I mean, I just made no sense to me. Like you wouldn't do that, and 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 then after all that, like also. So Willem Dafoe trained Aquaman, right? He taught him their ways. He taught him like how to like use the trident and fight and basically how to be an Atlantean, right? Yes. Yeah. 
no, nobody, nobody in Atlantis was like, "Hey, has anyone seen Volko? He's been gone for like six weeks." That was my issue know, with man. Orm, though, because Orm at the very end goes, "Hey, you've been training, Aquaman. You've been doing this this whole time. Don't tell me you're lying." He goes, "No, I'm not." And he was like, "I know." So and I'm like, "You mean to tell me you've just been letting it happen too?" Well, yeah, there was never the scene of like Volko being found out or yeah. like who set Volko. When did he find out? Like, I, I imagine Volko probably was set by their mom. But like there was no scene of like your mom, your mom. Like there was no scene of how Volko was was discovered. Like that's that's a little bit of a plot hole. Yeah. Um, what my 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 third and only other grope with gripe with the entire movie uh, was the fight in Ilios. I'm going to say it's Ilios. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. It looked like Ilios, Greece. And anyway, so they're fighting through like the fucking like Greek town, right? And she lands in the wine the wine shop. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she uses like hydrokinesis to take all the wine out of the yeah. bottles and like and that is the biggest waste of fucking wine <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. You, yeah. You evil fish bitch. Like how much wine do you think you just just dumped all over the fucking floor? I, First I, off, that's somebody's like livelihood you just destroyed. They're going to brew all that wine over again. Two, do you have a straw? Are you going to drink it off the floor? Then you should have spilled it in the first place, should you? Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my I wife and I looked actually, at each other. We were like, fuck you. Uh, that's a waste. Oh, I actually thought that was pretty creative. It was clever. Honest. Yeah, I thought it was, it was very clever. I mean, and and I think one of my gripes <clears throat> about that scene was I felt like they felt that they made Black Manta kind of a bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they nerfed the fuck out of Black Manta. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he burned him the first time and like he was chasing him around. And, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, you found my one weakness. Chain balls. <laughs> right, right. Like, I thought it was I a mean, little early for them to have a big fight. I thought I thought Black Manta would have got introduced, and maybe a little scene of him finally in the full suit. I thought his uh, actual interactions with Aquaman could have been better served like, in a sequel. And, and let's talk like, about his introduction. I, uh, <laughs> that's, that's one of my gripes. This movie, yeah, because I, I kind of have I kind of have a few. That's one. That is one of my gripes. Um, go on. Oh, I'm. You can go on. Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. <laughs> like I don't understand like the the idea of trying to make Black Manta a villain sympathetic with the whole father killing his his father dying. Like and it's Especially very they like, pull the uh, fucking Ethiopian pi- pirate bullshit. Right, right, right. And it's and it's the whole like the the whole scene of like dramatic music and like the the <laughs> the slow motion like I don't know like in while he's in standing water. What's it called? When you're moving in sand and water, ah, fuck it. Waiting. 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 Thank you. That <laughs> word. That word I couldn't think of. When you're like waiting in slow motion and Aquaman Batman begins his dad. The whole he Batman begins him. I don't <laughs> have to save you. Right. right. Like, I don't have to save you. So, I mean, if you've read the comics, obviously, you know, he, his dad dies in an accident, right? I mean, it's not like he like left him to die. No, in the, in the comic book, he straight up kills Black kills Oh, that's yeah. like an accident. So, uh, Black Manta kills Aquaman's dad. Yes. And then in, in rage mode, he goes and finds Black Manta, but his dad is in the Black Manta outfit. Uh, so okay. he thinks he's black. He thinks his dad's a Black Manta and he kills his dad. Uh, so they kill each other's fathers. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So we get that he whole had to scene. shake hands and be cool with each other. Like, Thanks, bro. Like, <laughs> and my, and my first, but my, one of my biggest gripe is you are in a submarine. And you are firing grenades <laughs> inside of a airtight right. container. Right. 
what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Which then that <laughs> submarine later in the movie still functions enough to drive and fire torpedoes. Yes. Right. Let, uh, my display is getting a little hard to suspend. Let's not forget the fact that Aquaman pushed that submarine from like 400 meters down all the way back up to surface in like seconds. Bitch, there's this thing called the bend. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> all those guys just died. Yeah. Well, like, not only that, but the submarine would have collapsed on itself because the pressure the rapid pressure, pressure, I can, immediately. Because yeah. I, I can suspend my disbelief for the whole like, it's a comic book movie throwing the grenades in the sub or whatever. But with the part when I realized it was the same sub that attacks them while they're meeting, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a hell of a mechanic you guys got here right. here, a nuclear sub. Good for you. Huh? Yeah. So <laughs> that whole that whole scene with like the piracy and the dad dying, you could just cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, fuck. You, uh, you, you need you need some kind of like staging point to for, to introduce the black man in character. I get it. Maybe having Aquaman being like, I don't have to save you. Like, literally, you're like, well, you just created a fucking villain for life there. <laughs> right. job, sure. and, like, I, I think I would have been all right if they had left it there. But the whole, like, thing, like, the whole count, like, his dad's, like, counting him down, letting him go. And he's waiting in slow motion. He's crying. Like, I don't fucking need that. You're the villain. <laughs> you like, fuck you, off. You're a pirate. You did, yeah. you killed you're a bunch a, of innocent yeah. people. Yeah, you're a, you're a pirate. And your goal is to, is to scuttle this ship and use it to start a war between Atlanta and the surface. And leave fuck no off. fucking survivors. Yeah, fuck off. I'm not uh, yeah, well, bad for you. I'm surprised at one point the guy wasn't like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain. And and black you're right, Black Man's costume was great in that movie. Amazing. It's just that that the fight scene nerfed him so hard I can't take him serious in, in the sequel. He'll have to have some major Yeah. He'll fix the helmet. He'll just upgrade. fix the fucking suit. So he's gonna have the same suit and fight Aquaman again? That's what black mana does, With a This is bullshit. That's what black mana does, bro. He keeps God. showing up with the same shit, with the same sub, with the same fucking gigantic-ass bobblehead helmet, and he fights the same I'll, fucking fight. And I'll, Aquaman's like, see you next week. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it if that's what they do in the sequel. It's just like black mana is in like the first 10 minutes. And he gets nerfed like, oh, again. And I'll be like, yeah, all right. So that's your thing. I'll take it. Like, <laughs> he's he's mid-boss. Black mana will show up in every Aquaman film <laughs> as a Mid, as a halfway villain, <laughs> he'll lose tremendously and be like, "Why do I keep in that, curse you, Aquaman?" In that aspect, sure. I just don't want Black Man to come back eventually with a mother box, and you're just like, "Oh, that's how I got to take you serious." All right. Well, Black Man will probably join the Legion of Doom. Probably, that might yeah. that that like that movie's gonna happen. Who knows? <laughs> right now, I feel like I'm getting my nipples tweaked by every DC film like, of shit oh. that's never gonna take place. Yeah. Right. Oh. Um, my other the one the one costume gripe I had was uh, when they they fight the tran the trench the trench um, the trench trench was my favorite scene of the whole movie by the way oh like, like the underwater view well, the, the, the best the flare the, coming down that, and that just, is the best visual that was awesome for me um, but when Nicole Kidman saves Mara and she's wearing the crap people <laughs> outfit and she takes the hands and the helmet off. And it just looks like it's Nicole Kidman doing Predator cosplay. <laughs> she's got the dreads. Yeah, yes. she's got bones. It's like, what? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Not to mention in a weird teleportation world to the core of the Earth where there's still dinosaurs. I don't know. Sunlight. Right, sure. And sunlight. Like, coming sure. okay. from crystals, I get it. But 
from my, like I said before, once again, this is like an homage to old school like adventure oh, yeah. films. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I get it. So much disbelief you could suspend. No, I like the film. You okay? Let's talk about like reasonable suspension of disbelief, gentlemen. Before we keep talking about this, there is suspension of disbelief and then reasonable suspension of disbelief. The the submarine shit. 100%. That's normal. That's going to exist no matter what. It's just that they fucked up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but this is also a film about fucking fish people and <laughs> superpowers True. True. and gigantic cities underneath the water. Yeah, they, like you can let you can't let Pocket World go. It was just you, that you, moment you, when they came up and she's well, in it it said on the screen core of the earth and I went, "Come on." <laughs> Fuck you. It's the core of the earth. No, the I, I, world. I didn't I didn't mind it say core of the earth. I'm okay with that. Core of the earth fine. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> But my th- my th- I kept thinking like, well, you didn't have to put dinosaurs and you didn't have to make all these crystals. You could have just said core of the earth. Let me explain <laughs> something to you. It, in every film ever, if you create a pocket, quote unquote, it's called the Savage Land equation. Yes. If you have a <laughs> Savage Land somewhere in your universe, there are motherfucking dinosaurs there. <laughs> but we don't even see cool dinosaurs. There's little guys running around. You don't get to see cool dinosaurs. This is <laughs> Jurassic World three yet. This is this. Is fucking Aquaman's world. You got to see a couple shitty little dinosaurs, and then you got to see fucking what is pretty much Cthulhu and Ursula's sex right. baby. Yeah, which is You're awesome. welcome. I like that, that part. Right? <laughs> like, uh, imagine that scene, but like without the dialogue. Like how frightening that would have fucking been for anybody who right. shows up for the Trident, and they don't even get to have a conversation with her. She just literally just <laughs> curve stomps their asses right then and there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like this was. Th- I don't, okay, back to the Lovecraft shit. I love that kind of like gigantic monster demon stuff. Like in Aquaman, like James Wan taking Aquaman's underwater mythos and then like marrying it so well with this already really appreciated fan base was really smart play. It was smart. Yeah, it gave you people what they wanted, really. I mean, short of him actually getting Cthulhu himself, uh, it was pretty close to what I wanted from Aquaman. Right, exactly. Um, which then brings me to my ne- next point, which I, I I think this is just the only reason it's a, it bothers me is because they decided to go out of order and make their their you know group movie first, right? Right. So you're telling me that Aquaman did not have his trident or the real trident, but yet he still fought against like Steppenwolf and everybody. This is after Steppenwolf. This takes place after. I know. So I'm saying he didn't have the real trident yet. He wasn't no, full you know, Aquaman. Yeah, he was using his mind's trident in Justice League. Yeah, he was shitty Aquaman. Yeah, at that yeah point. We, we talked about this coming out of the theater, and I remember you saying that it was hard to believe that Scrub Aquaman <laughs> beat Steppenwolf. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then afterwards, I'll go, did he really, though? Superman beat us. Like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Aquaman did not beat Steppenwolf. But Superman was like the deus ex machina of that entire fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> but really, he had. The, but in the in he that stood movie, his no, in that movie, he had a three pronged trident, which his mom's was actually a six pronged trident. And this one, he, he you know, what I mean, so like the, it was just like the it, five. Sorry, which is not a trident anymore. A quin quintrit. <laughs> it's a giant fork. <laughs> so until it's a trident, it's a, it's a giant. It's a giant spork. Yeah. So. The, and that's just one of those things where they could have avoided that by making this movie before they did their ensemble. I, I get, I believe me, I get it. I mean, somebody at DC in a fucking room full of like a bunch of like bald headed white rich men was like, let me tell you what, let's just do the opposite of what Marvel did. And someone went, brilliant. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, we will do this. So they're like, let's come out with Justice League first. And then everyone gets their own film. Like, and we'll see how we do. Like, no, nope, nope, nope. 
Yeah, yeah it works for it. hardcore fans. Doesn't work for right. bringing in the layman. That's actually a really good Scott Snyder impression. Isn't it? <laughs> or, Zach, or Zach Snyder. I'm sorry. Thank you. Ruined my own joke. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with you though. Like once again, DC is suffering from all of their solo films coming after the fact and people being burned by what essentially was just a bad kickoff. I mean, except for Man of Steel, which is why Man of Steel is so good. It actually took place when it should have. It's the fucking Iron Man right, of right. the of the DC universe. Yeah, they did and, that one right. And Wonder Woman was great too, even though it took place. But once again, good director, D Marvel. Uh, sorry, Warner Brothers didn't get in the fucking way. Right. Yeah. Warner Brothers gave James Wan a lot of fucking rope for Aquaman. He basically told them like, "Let me put this on my back, and I'll show you how we can do this right." Right. Right. And compared to Dawn of Justice, compared to fucking Justice League. This is a superior DC film. It, absolutely. And the box office is starting to show it because it's going to be the highest grossing DC movie since Dark Knight Rises. It's going to outgross Man of Steel. It's going to outgross Wonder Woman. It's already out to him, dude. Yeah, it, was, already... it was funny. It was right. visually amazing. The script made sense. Like, I understood the plot, like, of why they were doing <laughs> what they were doing. And it explained the, the history and the mythos of the Aquaman universe to a point where it's like, oh, shit, like, there's... Stuff to, if, think of it this way. You know how Green Lantern was like, nobody gives a crap until you learn about like all the crazy politics and the armies and shit that are in the background of the Green Lantern universe? Like, it's the same thing for Aquaman. Like, people are like, oh, it's like some dude wears green underpants and talks to fish. Like, no, there's like underwater politics and like factions and he's like <laughs> balancing it all. And right. by the way, he's the fucking underwater chosen one, apparently. He's like, King Arthur. Ding, ding, ding. His name's really <laughs> fucking Arthur. <huh? laughs> I mean, and speaking of green underwear, they actually brought in the green and orange suit, and it, looked, pants. Uh, it looked amazing. It was badass. The gloves, the fucking gauntlet with yes. the green like fin yeah, coming off of it. Fins. They updated this costume really well without making me go. <laughs> I mean, there were a couple <laughs> times watching this movie, I was like, "Are they just gonna like make fun of him the whole fucking film?" Or <laughs> they made me actually think that Aquaman's like a fucking important part of the Justice League, right? It, like, if you do a Green Lantern movie the way you did this movie, then we might be able to save the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they literally made Aquaman not the heel of every joke. Because they, again, giant sea monster. Like, come on. Well, I mean, can you imagine how hard it was back in the early, early days of Aquaman to draw great white sharks and fucking yeah. sea monsters and stuff like that? And plus, they were always like, he's going to talk to guppies. Like, go take this person and protect them from the beach. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, ah. Yeah. I mean, they. Now we get full underwater army battles between great white sharks and the crab people and the giant crabs that launched lava. Whatever. I'm fine with it. it. It was fun. I liked seahorse people. Seahorse people. Neat. Yeah, then you had um, the actual fish people. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a, let's talk about the soundtrack for a minute. How like did you guys enjoy some of the tracks that were playing <laughs> during the There was one film? moment that I looked at him and w I was just like, Are you fucking? Oh yeah, serious? that stupid fucking Toto song they like, was it remade. Oh they were my god, the I was like, this does not fit. And don't get me wrong, I love Toto's version of, you know, that song, Africa. This but used to cover the pitbull uh whoever singer the fuck, that yeah. was please uh, don't do that to toto come uh, on miami Just, i mean africa <laughs> africa <laughs> like just because you're going to africa does not mean you need to sing a song but about what about Africa. like the, the the scene with a black man building his helmet with a depeche mode like mm -hmm. there were the, this <laughs> movie 
I, I get what you're saying. Like you love like you love Toto's Africa so much that you just don't want to see it covered. But oh, I feel no. like it was intentionally done to kind of make you get a get a chuckle out of you. Real Maybe, quick. but that they could have done any other cover but Pitbull. <laughs> uh, I I did like the little like synth poppy like Stranger Things type music that they did during the, the Italy fight scene. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah, and even the underwater Tron soundtrack was amazing. Right. Yeah. It had like a very like like I said, it had like a techno vibe to it. It was just very synth poppy. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, I, the, I enjoyed, the enjoyed it. Cover was the only thing that I didn't like. Everything else I did, it, it fit. It the sounds in Atlantis yeah. definitely worked for that and, neon vibrant I, glowing. Right, and even the sound in general, like their voices, like when they would talk underwater, you get like the reverb in the water. It was very yeah. attention, did like the detail on like everything, like the the hair movement, the way they moved in the water, the voices underwater. Except for so, Ocean Master like to yell and close faces a lot. Back to the Africa Toto <laughs> thing real quick, though. Um, so maybe this is going to be like a tradition going forward for DC cinematic movies. Like the soundtrack is all going to be perfect except for that one bad cover. Like you got that because <laughs> the Leonard Cohen cover that nobody liked from, from Justice League, yeah. apparently. Oh. I liked it. I like Leonard Cohen. I like that cover, too. But I mean, it is, it's fine. I get it. I, so, I, mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. So, no, I was going to say, uh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. No, um, fine. With your thought, I apologize. Um, the, the they also had a really shitty come together. Oh yeah, the Beatles. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Although that, I don't think that one is as bad as the Toto. No, no, it's not. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like the soundtrack was was in the right spirit of what this movie was trying to accomplish. Oh yeah, I think they got sound right. I think the soundtrack was great for a lot of the visual effects you were receiving. The, the, it fit. It didn't stand out. It didn't disappear. It didn't feel like you know out of place. It it, it did well. I don't know who did the the sound or music for this, but yeah, the humor was great. One of the things that you said earlier, DC has been the dark, dreary, drab, and finally brought in some of the humor, which he had in Justice League. So I'm glad they carried that over. I, I One of my biggest laughs is when she pulls the sweat off of his forehead to get the uh, the key thing to work in the gear. And he's like, huh, could have just peed on it. <laughs> yeah, I actually missed that scene because I was taking a crap. But I came back just in time. I, I, I went to the bathroom like right after they, they hit the sand at full terminal velocity <laughs> out of the plane. And I looked at my wife. And I'm like, I gotta go take a shit after this. I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you. I came back and she's like, so she used his sweat to unlock the thing and he said he should have just peed on him. I'm like, so I missed nothing. Awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. And then yeah. they ate like eight roses and yeah. talked yeah. and read I mean, Pinocchio. It, there was more humor there too because like she was like, oh, didn't you memorize it? And he was like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, Something about a trident. Like, he was very him. I mean, I, I think it was just Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa, but right. it was, it didn't seem out of place. No. You, you, you took Aquaman, who is usually like this permanent proper, you know, hero in the comics and made him, you know, a lovable uggo. It's fine. I mean, they definitely like draw him. Like, it was prim and proper with like the, the blonde hair yeah. and the, the side cut and the, yeah. But but he he comes off in, in at least in New Fifty Two is a little bit more of like Sailor Town kind of guy, right. definitely a drinker still. But but I see what you're saying. He doesn't look that. Right. He looks very like he like he looks like Bro Frat Boy, but acts like Bro Frat Boy. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait He's a, a biker trapped in a Bro Frat guy's right, body. Right. Exactly. In the comic. But I but casting wise, 
Momo is the perfect choice. He he owns Aquaman. He's I hope there's more Aquaman movies for him in his future. This was fantastic. Mad props to the guy who played Orm, Ocean Master, who also um, played Night Owl in the Watchmen movies. What, uh, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite villains in a long time. He was a like great the, villain. Yeah. He just, he owned the mannerisms, the way he's, he, he's a good fucking actor too. Like, I was actually kind of surprised. Like, I was like, Ocean Master, <laughs> this will be great. He was like, holy shit, it looks like exactly, even the fucking right. haircut, even the back fin, the back yes. fin on the back of his hair. I was like, yes. holy shit, it's, it's, it's Ocean Master. And when he put he, the mask on and he had the red eyes and they actually moved. I like, didn't like that they moved. Oh, I love it. Because it was armor. And I was like, don't let my like, armor move. Just tell let it be. Spider-Man, Sweeney. I know, but Spider-Man oh, has technology. Oh, Man also. Deadpool doesn't and have Iron technology. Man. I don't know. They just move. I know, but I'm just saying it's armor. I, I, that, for me, that was, it's not like a big, like, oh, I hated it. It was just one of those things. Like, I didn't have to do that. Or you didn't have to yell, call me Ocean Esther. That's the <laughs> official title. I know. Own, controls I know. at least three out of four. I, of the, I did chuckle because both, both villains in this movie, call me Black Manta. He's like, like call me Ocean Master. It's like, you got to call me Nighthawk. Like, you got to call me Dragon. Like, <laughs> they just become best friends. Yup. It's in the contract of every single comic book villain they have to that they have yell to, out. They have to chew the scenery for at least three scenes. <laughs> they have to tell everyone what their name is. Exactly. <laughs> they have to look menacing at the camera. And also, Patrick Wilson's like eight years older than Jason Momoa, and he's and he's younger. <laughs> and, mm, I don't buy that. Ooh. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy's age is like well enough that I actually bought it on screen. Like, yeah, he didn't look. Oh, that CGI, CGI helps. <laughs> I don't think they like young, young down. Ocean they did Masters, to Willem Dafoe for uh, only for the, like the old school Volco scenes. Like they didn't do that for like normal. So yeah, like, Willem Dafoe. Like, he still looks like a fucking raisin person. Like, he does. Alone. <laughs> a crazy raisin. Person. Even more underwater. He got all pruny. So, so Willem Dafoe underwater is even more crazy looking. So this this movie, as much as I really, I, I there are parts of I, I walked out of the film highly entertained, mm-hmm. highly pleased, and highly hopeful for the future. I'm hoping Shazam uh, comes along and like keeps this momentum going. Um, but I gotta say, man, this movie did kind of like I don't want to say gave the middle finger, but it definitely was like I'm gonna reference you, I'm gonna reference you, like Moana, check. Little Mermaid, check. Tron, double check. Right. Fucking like episode one, the Phantom Man ass, check. Right. Man. You got you got the full like underwater city, what they called the Gundans or there was a total Gungan city. Gungans. And when I saw them Yo. in a the little fucking Gungan ship, I looked at Kat and I was like, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> and she looked at me like, I don't catch that reference. I'm like, fuck. And you're like, where's Andy? <laughs> Derek. Can we uh I just want to bring up because we're talking Black Man, and I wanted to bring it up then, but I wanted to wait closer to the end here. I thought the mid-credit scene was a big miss. What do you mean? A big miss. So Black Manta floating. He, he surprised he survives. Which Somehow should. that should have awesome. killed him. <laughs> He's floating. It looks like on a door of the building, and a boat pulls up and rescues him. Sure. And I'm sitting here going, "Holy shit!" The yacht that Lex is on, that Deathstroke comes on, is going to pull up and they're going to pull Black Man on it. I thought that That's too. That's a goddamn scientist. I'm like, fuck, guys. Right there. Legion of Doom. Like, Just I, start compiling your roster. I think that I, I was with you. I was like, I looked at him like, holy fuck. Are we about to see like Lex and like fucking Deathstroke? <laughs> yeah. Is this happening? 
And like, no, and I, mean, nope. I agree with you. A huge missed opportunity. If they start doing every mid credits end credit scene of as building like building the Doom, building the Legion of Doom, yes. then mm, oh mm, yeah, Phase Two. Fuck yeah, I'll watch that shit. <laughs> right. But, they did, but you're right, they didn't. They but they they had to throw in like the Doctor Zim or whatever. And I the fuck like his name him. Is. I like the Doctor, Doctor Shin. Like I, I didn't Doctor have an issue with the Doctor. I just thought there was a better choice of just yeah it's him just, getting picked out of the ocean. Right. It's just set up for two. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Mangiano. I can't remember his fucking name. He's a <laughs> magic plays Mike. Deathstroke. Joe, yeah, Joe Manja, yeah. Manja the Yellow. Manja. Joe Joe Mangiato, <laughs> fuzzy 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 chest. Yeah, know, Joe whatever, Joe Gelato. I was in True Blood, whatever your name is, bro. <laughs> no, I'm sure they were busy or had side projects they were taking. Blue. They could get on a yacht and costume for a day. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's a day's worth of filming. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. That could have been a big setup. But then again, have you guys actually heard anything about a Legion of Doom film? No. Exactly. No. It's no. probably something somebody was like, <laughs> this could be fun. And then DC. I Martin assumed Warner that Brothers was what like, they were going to go with for another Justice League before Darkseid finally comes right. in in a third. But I, mean, like I don't Infinity even see War? this going. They, they're rebooting soon. They don't. Yeah, they don't. The know, writing's on the wall. They don't know what they're doing past Wonder Woman eighty-seven or whatever. Eighty-four. Fuck year, 84. <laughs> yeah, whatever fuck year it is. Well, I mean, they've 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 squashed the rumors. Henry Cavill is still on for Superman. That's still happening. Batman, on the other hand, is the Affleck's probably out. Yeah, but Henry Cavill is not. He, he's not off. He, they, he's not lost contract. He's not. He just doesn't have it. They just don't have a movie for him. Yeah, there's still a rumor that he has a cameo in Shazam. Which would be sweet. I would prefer a Man of Steel too. I think it's time. We need a Brainiac fight. You you owe us. <laughs> you 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 should do this now. I got Zod. Zod's awesome. I don't need to see him fight Lex. I saw that in fucking Dawn of Justice. <laughs> right. Just I need Brainiac. And and you, and you know what? It fits that fucking mold, bro. Giant robot army of underlings. <laughs> Superman I mean, fight. Yeah. Look, it no. writes itself. I mean, <laughs> It's fucking Avengers one and two. I got this. I mean, Brainiac would be awesome, but we'll we'll get uh, Mixel Pitlick. You get Mix It's Pitlick, and you get fucking Toy Man. I heard uh, Metallo was tossed around for a sequel. Sure, I'd watch. I'd watch Metallo. That'd be fucking cool as long as you get somebody truly fucked up and badass to play Metallo. Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's taken. No, they'll get John Cena. John Cena. John, John Cena, Cena sucks. <laughs> Botello sucks. Botello sucks. Or, yeah. <laughs> but overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. It, I really liked Aquaman. I, I I put it under Wonder Woman and Man of Steel. It's right definitely up there like, with them. It's definitely top three, and we don't even count Suicide Squad. So no. After Suicide Squad, I think is when we sat around and decided where we all agreed, even. You and I being massive DC fanboys, we're like, Warner's needs to get out of the way. They need a figurehead. They need to start making better films or they're going to start losing their fan base. And Wonder Woman was better. Justice League, even though it wasn't as good as everyone wanted, was better. And now Aquaman is better. And now with James Wan on, James Gunn being brought in, hopefully this is a sign of we're getting a better DCEU. I hope. I mean, they just need to figure out what they're doing. Really? Yeah. I mean, and I, th- and I think I think they'll get it under control. They're going to see Aquaman how well it's doing in the box office. That that's undeniable. That's one of those things like money proves, right? You can't like 
go against what, what what's making you money. Why would you go against that? That would be that would ruin your entire franchise. And I think I think I think that's why they did Aquaman and Shazam kind of back to back is because they're both going to be lighthearted, fun films against what they've done so far with their dark and dreary. Because you know Shazam's going to be the same way. Shazam's going to be very like lighthearted and fun because it's a kid. It's big. Yeah, it's big. A superhero big. But you can't make every fucking movie like a lighthearted comedy fest. I mean, you, you can't have James Wan direct every single one of your films. At some point in time, you have to just hire the right people and trust the, who you put in positions of power. You're right. I don't, I don't think you can do every movie like lighthearted. You can't. I mean, um, Marvel did. Marvel's found a good balance, I think, on some of them. And some of them, they went lighthearted when they shouldn't have, I think. Like Thor Ragnarok shouldn't have been that lighthearted. Right. But... I think you go lighthearted with the one-offs and have fun with it. And then the, the bigger ensembles, you can make more deaths like involved and like right. more dark and more like the world's going to end. And then you can do other ones that are like, I mean, yeah, look, look at the trailer for Endgame. Right. Yeah. Like Endgame's like super dark and super sad. And mm-hmm. well, obviously, you know, they just killed half the universe. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think they found if, a good balance with Aquaman. If they keep moving forward with that balance, they're going to do well. Yeah, I think so. I think they're on the right path as long as WB allows this path to keep going. We'll see what happens with Shazam. Well, I mean, they they can keep fucking up Harry Potter movies as long as they keep uh, doing these DC films correctly. Is for all I care. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched any of the new Fantastic Beasts movies. I have not. Let's either. not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it looks like across the board, Aquaman was a big success. It's it's trending well. It's making bank. Let's just uh, DC just keep doing. You keep doing what you're doing. We're, we'll we'll talk later. We'll talk we'll, after Shazam. We're not we're not broken up yet. I guess <laughs> we're on a we're on a hiatus. We're on a small relationship break, but we're, we we might we might be able to like rekindle this. We're like Ross and Rachel. Up. Okay, we're yeah. on a break. One one more chance. One more. Yeah. Shazam, you don't fuck up Shazam and you give me a Man of Steel sequel, then we can talk. Right. And fix Batman. <laughs> you have to fix Batman. You fix him now. But keep but find a way to keep Ben Affleck. Anyway, all right. Anyway, <laughs> it's time for Hateful Grateful. Hateful Grateful. Hateful Grateful. Hateful Grateful. Hateful Grateful. That is not part of the song, Tim. <laughs> I like to improvise. Thank you very much. It's no, called, it's, it. it's called Ska. <laughs> oh, I can't stand <laughs> Alright Andy You are up I believe Andy's a Son of a bitch Alright Were you prepared You oh. are not prepared <laughs> Alright it, it has been very slow After uh, the holidays For me to Care that's what she said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good start. Good start. All right. Good start. Good start. Uh, today, I actually enjoy this show. It is a TV show on, I want to say, True TV or one of those Ripley's Believe yeah. It or Not, where they go around and show like artifacts from what he's acquired and they tell all the backstories. And the new host for the next season is none other than Bruce Campbell. They got Ash? <laughs> yes. I just. <laughs> Personally, I don't really get into those shows, so sure. <laughs> I give zero shits about reality television or like freak of the week type stuff. So I'm just like, man, I love Bruce Campbell though. Like, yeah, good. Congratulations on yeah, having Ripley's a is good. There's another one on Travel Channel called uh, Mysteries at the Museum, where they they go and they go over the artifacts and tell the stories behind them. 
Yeah. I'm good. I mean, I'm sure if you want to come and watch it and bring me like, you know, 18 beers, I might enjoy this show. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's 20 beers, not enough for me. I mean, if it doesn't involve serial killers, I'm out. That's the thing on Netflix right I, now. I'm just not <laughs> yes. a fan of like like the rescue 911 unsolved mysteries like Ripley's like, oh, and here we have a shrunken head. And I wonder where it actually came from. Is it real? Boogity, boogity. <laughs> so we'll find out after this commercial. Like, I don't know, I'm like, click next. <laughs> Bored. Bored. Well, done. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, if that's your game, if that's your bag, you're into shows like that, cool. I mean, you're going to have like fucking ah, shop smart, shop S smart hosting that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for people who give a shit just to see how Bruce Gamble does. I just don't. Yeah, just, yeah I, I don't Bruce Campbell, good job. Race. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Bruce Campbell has to eat. <laughs> um, Rogue One is getting a spinoff series on the Star Wars portion of Disney Plus, and it is called Cassian Andor, following Cassian Andor. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I need you. I need you to be a little more enthused. <laughs> Cassian, Cassian and, and or, or fucking, and they will start filming or production uh, this fall, not until the fall. Fucking Bill Stein over here. <laughs> so I'm, is- I'm assuming this is before Rogue One. <laughs> 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 dug a skeleton fragments out of the dust. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Star Wars. Once Star again. Wars has this massive sandbox. So you've got this like practically infinite universe to play with, and you're gonna give me the fucking story of a two bit character I gave zero shits about in fucking Rogue One, which wasn't good. I don't care who you are, whoever you're listening to. Rogue One was a bad fucking movie. You're gonna make a you're gonna give Cassian Andor his own fucking like prequel. So not only do I already know what happens to the people in Rogue One. But now I already know what happens to this asshole, and I somehow have to give a shit about his backstory. Yes. Which you didn't give me in the movie. Correct. Hateful as motherfucker. Your mum. Your mum, Lucas. Yeah. Your mum. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes back to like, I don't, I don't care. I just, eh. Yeah. I mean, usually I'll watch anything Star Wars because it's Star Wars. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll watch it. Well, I might not because I mean, I have to pay for Disney Plus. I, yeah. I mean, I'll watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, this is a fucking pointless fucking story. Nobody cares about cats in fucking Andor. He's a pilot. I don't right? care. That's like his story. He's a, he's a pilot. He's kind of a, he's a rebel soldier expert. He's a he's poor a fucking, man's Han Solo. Thank you. That he's yeah. a fucking Diet Coke Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Next. Exactly. <laughs> hey, somebody hey, out there hey, apparently cared hey, enough hey, that. Hey. I don't know who he like. I don't know who he blew behind scenes to get this fucking role or get this greenlit, but this does not need to happen. Star Wars, like you are making mistakes. We do not need all this side shit. We're you're, you're ruining Star Wars. You're making us trek. That's what you're doing. You're making us trek. <laughs> well, like you said, Mandalorian. I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, no, because sure that is new characters. Yeah, with a little of the old thrown in, but it's new characters, new stories, new parts of the universe. Shit, we don't know. Like, dude dies on a beach, gets blown up. Don't care. Didn't care why I watched him die. Anybody got where's any my, s'mores? Where's my Dak TV series? I want to know what more about Dak. <laughs> Tell me about Dak. God named Porkins. What was Porkins. he eating a- before he got on the? <laughs> yeah, where, where where did Porkins become obese in space? Right? I, I am curious about that storyline. 
<laughs> You're too low. <laughs> You're too low. Goddamn spaceship can't get you up. <laughs> All right. There's fucking, no gravity and he's too fat for it. Fucking on, Star Wars, fucking. dude. I'm pretty sure they just hate us. They hate their own. <laughs> this is what happens for all you fucking assholes who went out there and hated on Last Jedi because it was too different. And now this is what you know what you're doing? You're getting more of the same. I blame you. Cassian Andor. Cassian, no thanks. Jesus. All right. Last, <laughs> last one. And the final one. Uh, <laughs> I know we're going to discuss this a lot. Uh, by the way, we are recording this. It is July. July. Whoa. Time <laughs> jump. It is Bitch January 2nd. What? 2019. What is your world right now? <laughs> Mids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, we are in a new year. And this new year is ushering in some big stuff, but I think the biggest thing that we will probably all discuss a lot is the final season of Game of Thrones. Yes. Are you hateful or grateful that this series is ending this year? I am super hateful because Game of Thrones should never end, but I, I I can't wait to see it. I mean, I fucking love Thrones. I'm a huge Thrones. Fan. Yeah. So I'm- do I want to take George R. R. Martin out into the fucking street? And beat him with reeds until he finishes his novel? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because apparently, I already know what happens in the book that I've waited 10 years to read. Because I saw it last season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm grateful for the season because I want to watch more Game of Thrones. Obviously, everybody wants to watch more Game of Thrones. There's nothing new to anybody. Uh, I am I am not hateful that it's ending because every good thing has to end. Like you can't just keep going on and on and on. And that's what happens to a lot of good series is they keep going on. <clears throat> the Walking Dead, um, Simpsons, Simpsons. Like you have Simpsons to have a good it. finish point. So I'll, I'm okay with the ending, right? Plus, you know they're gonna do spinoff series out the ass. They're gonna find a way to they're find a, about a prequel. A prequel's they're underway. Doing. Yeah, they're yeah. they're gonna find ways to do all that stuff. So, but the main plot storyline, yes, it needs to end. Uh, is the prequel they've been discussing? Is it going to be the um, the War of the Usurper, or is this going to be like ancient Westeros, like early Targaryens? I think it's like ancient Westeros. Yeah, damn, like, I, I was kind of hoping for. I think they said it's like thousands of years. Yeah, yeah I think they're trying to get away from what we know right now. Damn, I would have really liked to have seen the War of the Usurper. That would have been fucking sweet. And like you have Rhaegar Targaryen, right. and like young Ed Ned Stark. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll watch it. I don't give a shit more Game of Thrones. Wee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, gotta, I gotta watch the last four seasons of Game of Thrones, but... Yeah, you should probably catch up. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Yes. I don't yeah. have an HBO account. I do. There you go. Now there you guys go. can steal it. All right. <laughs> I mean, now, no now, HBO. He's I mean, gonna pay you separately. Well, then, oh, I've heard rumors I'll that this season money. isn't actually the end of Thrones, though. I heard this is the last TV season... But the actual finale of Thrones will be movies released. Hmm. I don't know. HBO has been discussing that. I so don't you, know you might have to that. go to the theater to see the actual I, end of Game of Thrones. I mean, I, I've heard that rumor, but also like it seems like the cast members have like made it known that they've said their goodbyes and, yeah. and all that. And the Double Ds did. They said that they had a seventy-five hours of story to tell and. This is that's why this season's only what six episodes. It's like what? six or seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like five or six episodes long. Each episode pushing like ninety minutes, though. Uh, okay. Okay. Forgive me because I'm ignorant, but other than a bra size, what are the double D's? <laughs> <laughs> DB Weiss and David Benioff. Yeah, okay. the, they're the guys who basically the showrunners. Like, yeah. Okay. 
when when uh, George R. R. Martin got optioned to, they were like, we want to make a show out of Game of Thrones. He was like, all right, I'll meet with your show creators. I'm going to ask them one question. If they get it wrong, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so he yeah. asked them one question, and that was, who is the actual mother of Jon Snow? They nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, no, once you said it, I was like, oh, those guys. Yeah. Like, I know the names. Dude. I just didn't think of, like, calling them the double Ds, like there's some kind of tag They're team. doing a... Uh... What series are they doing next? They're working on a bunch of shit. Like, be more specific. <laughs> There's a big one. It's escaping my mind off to look. Is it, up it the Watchmen? No, I think it's somebody else. No, that's was uh, it Star Wars? Yes, no. they're doing their own oh. Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Is it going to be? Let me guess. Is it going to be a prequel? Am I going to learn the history? No, of Mando apparently Calrissian? this is one that is outside of the Skywalker sand. Like, yeah, outside. Of everything we know. Yeah, they've confirmed it's nothing related to any of the Skywalkers or anything. So there's, there's no Force? There's not going to have any no, Jedi? No, I'm assuming or... there'll be Jedi and stuff like that, but it's... Yeah, It's outside it, of Galactic Civil War era? It's not like okay. Darth Vader and Luke and the so Empire it, and the so Rebellion. So time-wise, are we outside of Galactic Civil War? Are we they, like Old Republic? They, are we like... They've, never, they've, down they've the never said a specific L- time yet. Literally, the only thing is described as a new ins- uh, installation in a series of Star Wars films that will be separate from the original episodic Skywalker saga. Yeah. That's literally all they've said. So it's just going to be right, something... So literally nothing to go on. Yeah. yeah. That's some double Ds for Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Double Ds are just teasing us. Well, I mean, it looks like we have a lot to look forward to. A happy blue year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2019 is going to be a lot of good movies. Disney, Disney's going to take all of your money. Yeah, Disney's going to take all year. of the money. So, I'm excited. Cat and I are thinking of having a second kid just so we could sell it to have enough money to go see all these movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, Disney will have probably, like, the top, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess eight of the top ten highest grossing movies probably. of 2019 with everything they've got coming out. Well, I mean, there's going to be a lot of crazy shit. You got you got Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. You got Captain Marvel. <laughs> Endgame. 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 Like, no, it is next year. Just, Holy shit! Yeah. Really, 2019? Yeah. yeah. Are we? Yeah. Are we, wow. March and April. Are we? Yeah. We don't even have to wait long. If we're just talking about Disney, they've got Captain Marvel, Avengers, Toy Story 4, Lion King, Frozen 2, Episode 9, all Disney. Yeah. I told you, motherfuckers, like 40 fucking episodes ago, <laughs> Disney's taking over the planet. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I just got a text. Finish. They're buying our podcast. <laughs> yeah! Oh, good. We're selling out. <laughs> Give me all the hookers and gloves. <laughs> Disney's like, we, we have those, and they're dressed like Disney princess. <laughs> sure. Yes. Even better. We don't call it blow, though. We call it fairy dust. Like in the hook. <laughs> well, anyway. technically, if Disney... Gets this whole Fox thing on lockdown. It's already done. It's done. The yeah, Alien done. Queen is now a Disney princess. Cool. Whatever. She's an evil queen. The Alien Queen is a villain. <laughs> She's a villain. She never, well, all of that would kids. Make, okay, I'm Rip sorry. Dis- no, that means Newt is a Disney princess. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. She did, though. <laughs> she is dead. Yeah. Thanks, Alien 3. All right. <laughs> all right. Well... Uh, if you guys haven't gotten out to see uh, Little Mermaid 2, also known as Aquaman, I definitely recommend you get there and check it out. Uh, I think all four of us really enjoyed it. I think if you haven't, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, now you know. With you? Now you know. It was really good. Knowing it's half the battle. G.I. Spo- no, can't finish that. We don't own the rights. Retroactive <laughs> spoiler warning. All right. Well, 
Uh, thanks again for tuning in to the Hateful Geeks. I am one of your many hosts, Phil. And this is Sweeney. I'm Andy. And this is Tim. <laughs> uh, something with fish. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> See Aquaman, the movie was real good, and then there was stuff in it. That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!